0: You're listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast, a short daily podcast that answers the questions you're asking with the hope that it would help you believe Jesus is more. Here's Kyle Richter. Okay, time for one of the Bible's greatest hits, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. What exactly does it mean to say that God loved the world? Or to put it differently, and this is the question that one of you asked, does God love everything and everyone? That's a question that we get in one form or another quite a bit. Here's an admittedly way too brief response. I've been reading the Psalms lately and came across Psalm 145. This is what verse nine says. It says, the Lord is good to all, he has compassion on all that he's made. A few verses later, verses 15 and 16, they say, the eyes of all look to you, and you, God, give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. So God is good to all. He has compassion on all that he's made. He satisfies the desires of every living thing. It's clear from these verses that that God extends his love, his benevolence, his care to all of creation. As king, God reigns, he rules, he supplies the needs of every living thing. That's who he is. Jesus agrees in the gospel of Matthew chapter five, verse 45, Jesus says this. He says, God causes his son to rise on the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. In other words, Jesus is saying that, that God's common grace, his general care, he willingly extends it to everything and everyone without exception. All of creation experiences God's love in this way. But when we say that God's love extends in particular to all people, we need to make a distinction. In what sense does God love everyone? Everyone. Now, of course, God loves his chosen people, right? How much? Well, enough to die for us. Ephesians 5, 25, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Romans 5, verse eight says, but God demonstrates his love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So out of love, Jesus died to save us. That's really good news. Good news for all people, news that God wants all of us to respond to. 1 Timothy 2, 3 and 4, they say, This is good, and it pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. God freely offers his love to all people. But we need to be careful because that doesn't mean that all people will respond to the love that he offers. And this is where, in particular, that we need to make the distinction. Yes, God extends his love to all people, but that doesn't in and of itself save all of us from judgment. We have to respond to his love. We have to respond to him. Back to John three sixteen. Uh, listen to it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So so John is saying, in order to receive God's saving love, we have to believe. So, So sure, God's posture toward his world, all of creation, everything and everyone is a posture of love. God loves the world in that way. And yet we have to hold that intention with the reality that he reserves a special saving love for only those who respond in belief. See, God loves the world, but the problem is that the world doesn't love God back. That's what makes God's love so amazing. It's not that the world is so big, but rather that the world is so bad, infected with sin, broken, and in many ways, hostile toward God. And yet God continues to extend his love to us. 2 Peter 3, verse 9, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. See, God doesn't want us to perish because of our sin. He wants us to repent. He wants us to turn from it and to turn to him, to love him in return for loving us. And maybe you're wondering to yourself, well, doesn't some of this just put God at odds with himself? How can God say on the one hand that he loves all and yet on the other that he only loves some with a saving love? Well, I think we have to admit that this is a difficult tension. There really is some mystery here. I'm not sure that, that you and I can fully understand how they fit together, but I do know that God knows. And I think that's why we see both ideas repeatedly throughout the Bible, Sometimes the Bible is far more comfortable than we are with the unknown, with the mystery, with that tension. Regardless though, I think the main point of all of this is clear. God desires that all people would know and receive his saving love. Our job, our job is to respond in faith and obedience to what Jesus has done and to help others to do the same. Thanks for listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, consider sharing with a friend or posting on social media. You can also give us a rating that helps others find this podcast more easily. We're back on Monday, same time, same place. See you then.